841 and K-Fire. Todd Mitchell, guns in the 701. Jamie, you all recovered from the other day on the uh, K-Fire Cafe there. It got a little heated. Oh, yeah. Hey, that was, uh, that, was a good, that was a good discussion, Todd. I actually had a number of people tell me um, they thought that was good information. Cody and I were going over, um, you know, they, they didn't take a side for or against, or they just thought it was a good discussion. And, you know, yep. Cody's a passionate individual about the Second Amendment, and so am I, and voices got raised a little bit, but um, no harm, no fall. We're still buddies. There's a good spirited discussion. If you missed it, folks, you can get it on iHeart or KFYR.com on the uh, KFYR Cafe. What day was that? Wednesday, right? Yeah, yeah, it's all Wednesday afternoon. Blur for me, for me now. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> New York's ammunition background system check a hot mess. What? Why is it uh, such man. a hot mess? It, it, just yeah, check. Well, t- Shouldn't be yeah. that tough. So they, they passed a new law in New York uh, requiring background checks, and I'm, you're not going to believe all the stuff you got to do here, Todd. So if you want to just buy something as, as minuscule as a box of shotgun shells or even 22 anywhere in new york state um get yourself prepared for a bevy of personal personal infringements here uh, background check that's going to be 250 every time you buy ammunition there's going to be a two, 250 background check fee and a long wait todd so you guys ready here this is uh this is what's going to be required of you in, in democrat controlled massively democrat controlled you know, the Democrats who claim to love freedom, but they really don't. Democrat, New York State. So here's the information required to purchase. It is your name, street address, city, state, zip code, parish, county, or borough, resides in city limits, question mark, contact info. With that, that, you're going to need confirmed email and primary phone, country of citizenship, government ID, is the purchaser an alien who has been admitted to the United States under a non-immigrant visa, question mark, social security number, or UPN, driver's license number, I'm not done yet, guys, hang in there, place of birth, country, state, and city, occupation. Now, that's not all. There's a few more things here they need, just, just, just to buy your box of 22. Uh, manufacturer, the caliber, the grain, the amount of ammo being purchased, Ammunition manufacturer's numbers, that includes lot number, serial number, and other distinguishing numbers on the box. And, of course, the state law also requires the state police, on top of the ATF, crawling up your rear end whenever they want, periodic on-site inspections of ammunition and firearm retailers. All of that to buy one, any ammunition, but if you just want to go buy a box 50 rounds of 22, you're going to have to go through this. And... So Mike Mayhood, who owns Mayhood Sporting Goods in Norwich, New York, said the new system will likely going to put a bunch of ammunition retailers out of business. You know, he said they lose, they lose money on a box of every ammo they sell because of the time involved, and, in, and in, obviously it's intentional by the state. Uh, it can take up to 15 minutes just to enter the information required by the state police into their computers. And then, of course, there's delays. The longest delay has been 22 hours. I mean, and, and some customers become irate, obviously. Clay, is there anything you can add to this complete communist uh, <laughs> law by the New York Democrats? Oh, this is insane. I want to point out one thing. That same New York City also is a sanctuary city for illegal aliens who don't have to have a country of citizenship declared. They don't have to have a government ID. They don't have a driver's license. They don't have a social security number. And they can come there willy-nilly and do whatever they want, which 
I think they're finding out it's going to backfire on them now. But getting back to the ammunition thing, there's a $2.50 fee on every single background check that's going to take place on the ammunition sales now. And that's, that's just a state requirement. They also have to pay $9 for each firearm background check. This is to the state. This is on top of anything that maybe the retailer will have to require. So what do you think that's going to do to the price of ammunition? Because they're going to have to maintain this license. They're going to have to maintain this database. I was kind of reading how it takes employees up to 15 minutes just to enter this information into a computer. Well, I don't know about you, but during a hunt, hunting season and you go into any gun or ammunition store, it's pretty busy in there with sales, isn't it? Can you imagine 15 to 20 minutes just getting on there? Then there's delays, and they're finding that some of them in as long as 22 hours. And in another article I was reading and just kind of looking at some of the complaints, some of them are just flat-out declines for no reason. If a customer gets mad and leaves and has his, has his information already put in there, state police says there's no way to remove that from the system. Oh, what do you mean there's no way? It's a computer system. I can remove anything from my computer. I bet they can too, but they won't. This is a backdoor gun registry. Can you imagine this? They have your information, all of it. They know exactly what you bought. And you could, I mean, we know how this goes. How many times have I been out with you and we just grab, you know, we're shooting 9mm MM or we're shooting 22s or whatever. We just got a box of ammo there and we're firing away. Having fun at you know, shooting our blue donkeys on the on a steel or something. <laughs> hey, hey, Clay, the Democrats say that buying a buying a Glock is um, easier than buying a candy bar. Does that sound? Do you got to go through that to buy a candy bar or pretty much anything else? I mean, that's like no, like more than. Oh, give them time; they'll figure out a way. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is the same state and the same city that wanted you know they banned big gulps, essentially. So that's like candy bar manufacturers went to the sharing size rather than the king size. They just renamed their product. Bob couldn't be over 16 ounces, never mind the fact that I could just grab 16 of those exactly. if I wanted to. So you haven't <laughs> solved the problem, and this one, idiots in New this York. Is just, this is just another way and another way, form of control. And the whole intent of these kinds of things, and we're going to talk about that in the next uh, little segment here, is about control and making it as difficult for you to exercise your Second Amendment rights and to get rid of either the dealers or the licensees or, or anything so that you can actually do that in a place of business. And it's legal. It's a legal product. Yeah. Guns well, in the 701 was- here on KFIRE 848. Uh, ATF backs down the zero-tolerance lawsuit. What's going on? Yeah, if everybody hadn't heard, I'm sure a lot of people maybe haven't, unfortunately. But uh, you got Bridge City Ordinance over there in Valley City, North Dakota. I mean, this is a very local story. Uh, we've been kind of covering it. I know we've mentioned it a few times on our different shows. ATF come in and raided them. you got to remember, these guys, it's called Morehouse Enterprises, and they essentially filed a... a filed an injunction, essentially, on the ghost gun order last year, which that's a whole other issue we've discussed. And uh, they felt that the ATF retaliated by diving in with the zero-tolerance policy, which, by the way, guys, has not passed law, hasn't been through Congress, none of the, uh, the steps that you're supposed to take. Nope. Biden administration put forth to the Department of Justice and then now to the ATF. Of course, Merrick Garland says he don't know what's going on in his department, uh, so he claims. Unless it's this, probably. But 
they essentially made this zero poli- zero tolerance policy, and what that means is is that if ATF comes in and looks at your record, now mind you, Bridge City Ordinance has had no infractions since they've been in business. They've been in, you know, the ATF makes spot checks. Any guy that has an FFL dealer can tell you this. And the guys out of, out of Fargo have been pretty good. That's usually where they come out of. And they found nothing, nothing at all. But the ATF found clerical errors, which, my goodness, any of us can make a clerical error. And usually what you do on that is you put a little correction by it, you initial it uh, to acknowledge it happened, and you move on with life. But they're using that as a way to take away an FFL license. And that's what happened over there. Well, it, during the whole course of this entire fiasco with ATF and Bridge City Ordinance, discovery, uh, if anyone doesn't re- isn't familiar with that, you have discovery in any lawsuit. During discovery, they found out that one of the ATF's own agents, a Christopher Lee Yates, huh, he should have been in jail for decades because he was actually convicted of stealing thousands of firearms from ATF Martinburg, West Virginia headquarters. Not only that, after he was caught, or the only way he got caught was because they started tracing firearms that he had sold and they popped up in crimes. How, how ironic is that? Can you imagine if you and I did this? Kind of sounds like Fast and Furious to me. Even after <laughs> all of that, and then the, and the reports that were falsely stating the countless firearms had been destroyed, ATF actually filed these. After all that, not one single ATF employee was ever punished. And shortly what? after they made this, not a one, not a one was punished for any of this. And it, you got to remember, this happened in, uh, they made what a Freedom of Information Act uh, request in November of 2019. You know, that's three and a half years ago, pretty much. Regarding this, ATF has not responded. Shortly after this all happened and discovery took place and this knowledge came to, to uh, the light of day, all of a sudden ATF just backed down. They completely backed down on the whole thing. And, you know, I kind of like what the gun owners of America said on this. They said that, you know, it, it's a good it's not, it's a good thing, but it's not a victory. It's just regaining some of the ground that had already been lost to the enemy. And we got to remember, we're in a war, and we, these are our enemies now embedded into these, into these agencies. And they're not all bad people, but we have enough of them in there now that they went rogue. They've been weaponized, and they are coming for your guns. And it's just a plain, simple fact. Over a 1,000 FFL dealers have already been shut down for things just like this. So that New Mexico governor has been kind of walking back her thing now. She seemed to want to get rid of, like, every conceivable kind of gun. <laughs> Where does she stand now? Go ahead. Oh, isn't that nice of her, Todd? She changed her... She changed her her uh, queen's decree there a little bit, um, <laughs> saying that now, now I guess instead of the entire county, we're just going to ban firearms from parks and playgrounds. You know, this this, this is her revised order. Come about a week after she did her announced her thirty day ban on her on your on your Second Amendment civil right to carry open or concealed in public there in Albuquerque and surrounding Bernalillo County. Uh, it, it's She's got so much pushback, Todd, even from people in her own party. You know, her state's uh, the Democrat attorney general there said he wouldn't back her on that because it wouldn't pass constitutional muster. And, and I mean, she kind of backed down on her order, but she's still out there uh, making ridiculous statements. Like, I'm going to continue to push and make sure that all of us are using every resource available to put an end to this public health emergency 
But the urgency it deserves, Lojack Grisham was... was Public health emergency, my God. (laughs) And to this familiar place, he said, I will not accept the status quo. Enough is enough. Which is, enough is enough is the Democrats' talking points for when... For when shootings happen by by these by these weirdos who are act, most of them are Democrat sycophants, anyways. Um, but enough is enough, Clay. Right? That's that's like their little little catchphrase there they've been using for quite a while here. Oh yeah, they they so, you know, they put that right in with everything else. They lump it in, and that seems to be their mantra and their social cry. And you know what? Enough is enough. You're right. I've had enough of their tyranny. Uh, maybe that's our our whole thing. <laughs> enough is enough. Love it. Well, I'm not saying it's enough of guns in the 701, but guys, I'm out of time. But uh, it's never the end of guns in the 701, even on iHeart, because they're on the free iHeart app. Absolutely. Catch us there right after the show. We get things up later, the iHeart podcast platform and every place else. And, of course, you can always find us on our website as well. Yes, Jamie. Don't... Go ahead and go back. Uh, the best the best podcast on iHeart from Wednesday night. We had on a special guest, a young lady who's, who's going to be a lawyer, constitutional Chafee, Naomi Chafee was on. And and um, it went a little longer than we wanted to. We're going to try and keep it shorter. But it was a good show. There's a lot of good information. Wait a minute. You guys go long, really? That, that never happens on Fridays here on my show. That never goes. Oh, that's why we need more time. I also, clari- <laughs> I also clarified some of the NRA points from last Wednesday's show that Cody might want to take listen to. Yeah, well, we'll get you guys in a debate, and <laughs> the next <laughs> the in. next time April Fool's Day falls on a Friday, I'm just going to have you guys way past nine o'clock and let Daryl East just sit there and Don't stew and go. Uh, isn't I? Am I supposed to be on now? Oh, no, no, it's not 9 o'clock yet, Daryl. Mountain time. There you go. Uh, there you go. Because of the 701. Have a great weekend, guys. You too. Thanks, Thanks Todd. Todd. See you, buddy. All righty. Take care.